0: Welcome to this New Life Podcast. It is our desire that you learn all of the benefits of the abundant life that you have in Jesus Christ so you can live your life to its fullest. Listen and be encouraged. What a great opportunity for each one of us to receive and hear the Word of God today. And I believe that God has prepared something that is so powerful that will empower us and will stir us up in faith and to become a, a, having a life of peace and victory. I'm Pastor Millet, and I just would like to hear from the Spirit and then release the word to you. Because in worship, a while ago, we ministered to Him in our praises, in our thanksgiving, and with all the declaration of who God is. And He is faithful. He is just. And He is for us. He is not against us. And we declare His name over over our lives, over every situation, over our families. And that is so good to hear that we declare his name. Why? Because his name is the all powerful name that we have, so that his love and his goodness will be seen in our lives. And no other name but the name of Jesus. His name is above every name. And you know what? In faith, we worship. In faith, we give thanks unto the Lord, or maybe some of us, most of us, having pains, having burdens, suffering from all the different blows of life, you know, our earth life, there are so many challenges, so many problems, but you know what? Today is the day that the Lord has made, and we have this resolve in our hearts to give Him praise, to give Him glory. And you know what? I just would like to encourage you at the beginning of my message. God hears your prayer. God hears your cry. And even He, he, he cares to hear your prayers and to answer your prayers. And He even said in His Word that He will show Himself strong to those who call upon Him. That's why as a church, as a family, you may be in your house, you may be in your office, or you may be doing something else. But you know what? You pause for a while, you pause for this time, and you give Him praise. And I believe, as His name is, His name is I Am. He is the great I Am. He is our ever-present help in time of need. And, you know, connect with me, open up your heart, prepare our hearts together, and let's receive the Word of God. And with all the many challenging situations that you may be in, or the burdens that you are carrying right now, in pain, or maybe, you know, with sicknesses and diseases, well, let me tell you the truth. He continually asks all of us to cast all our cares to Him because He cares for all of us. He cares for you, and He is willing to help you. He is willing to heal you. He is willing to bless you, and when he said that we cast all our cares to him, he is telling us he doesn't want our hands to be filled with heavy stuff because his hands are bigger. When he roll away, when we roll away our cares to him, then our hands are empty. And is ready to receive what the blessings of God, the empowerment of God, the provisions of God. And then our lives, our lives will be better because God is on our side. And you know what? It is his way for us to continue believing in him. And as I was preparing this message, the Lord has reminded me, Milet, have some time to pause for a while, to pray for the people. Because all of us, you know, experiencing different kinds of trials and tests and sufferings in life. And it's good for us to pause for a while, to pray, to seek His face, and to cast all our cares to Him. So that when we do that, after doing that, then our hearts are ready to receive the fresh Word of God. So, let's pray. Let's pray for a while. Father God, thank you for this wonderful time. Thank you for this wonderful moment in your presence. God, I'm praying for your people. And together, Lord Jesus, I speak your word upon them. Let there be lightness. Let there be rest with all the heavy burdens and loads that they are carrying right now. Father, we invite you. Let your presence come to every life. Let your presence come, Father, to every home. And Father, we ask you, let your glory manifest. Let your power manifest. Let your goodness be demonstrated. Let there be provisions. And Father, as we are together in your presence, right here, right now, we are receiving your answers. We are receiving your presence. We are receiving your goodness. God, thank you for healings. Thank You for deliverance. Thank You for protection. And as we are here right now in Your presence, ready to hear Your Word, thank You that You will open our eyes so that we can see what lies ahead. We can see Your goodness. And Father, thank You. Thank You, God, that You are answering our prayers. In Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. It's so good for us to realize that in the midst of the storm, Jesus is the one who shows up. And even when the disciples experienced the storm and He said, Do not fear, it is I. In the midst of the storm, Jesus shows up. In the middle of your storm, Jesus shows up with His power and with His healings and His deliverance. And prayerfully, prayerfully, we believe that in this time, as you open up your hearts for the Word of God, He will speak to you. And I'm so excited because I am about to speak to you about the power within me, the power within you, the power within us who believe the Lord Jesus. And I just would like to open up in this uh, letter of Apostle Paul in Ephesians chapter 1, verses 15 to 21. It says here from the New King James Version, Therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, And your love for all the saints do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to hand over completely to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling what are the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of His power towards us who believe, according to the working of His mighty power, which He worked in Christ when He raised Him from the dead, and and seated Him at His right hand in the heavenly places far above, all principality and power and might and dominion, And every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. The power within us, the power within you, the power within me, that power is the resurrection power of God. And Pastor Giselle had spoken to us and had imparted to us last Sunday, the resurrected King, God in His power. Through Jesus Christ, His Son, demonstrated to us that resurrection from the dead is real. It is true. And it is one of the key foundation of our faith. This is how Apostle Paul described to us through his prayer in this letter in Ephesians. What is that power that is working within us? And I just would like to read to you Ephesians chapter 1, verses 19 to the following from the Amplified Version. It says here in verse 19, And so that you will begin to know what the immeasurable and unlimited and surpassing greatness of His active spiritual power in us, who believe these are in accordance with the working of His mighty strength, which He produced in Christ when He raised Him from the dead. And then, and seated him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, whether angelic or human, and far above every name that is named, above every title that can be conferred. And then it says here, not only in this age, not only in this time and world, but also in the one to come. And in verse 22, And he put all things in every realm in subjection under Christ's feet and appointed him as supreme and authoritative head over all things in the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills and completes all things in all believers. And you know what? It's good for us to realize that when he said, when Apostle Paul said in his prayer, That the power that is at work in us is immeasurable. It is unlimited. It is surpassing greatness. And it is active. It is a spiritual power. It is above the natural power. It is above the human strength. But it is of the Lord. And then he said, It is a power that God has produced, acted upon in Christ. When he raised him from the dead, this is a change. That power, that resurrection power is causing change. It is an ascended condition from death to life. And then when he said, seated him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, not just from the dead to life, not just an ascended condition, but it is an ascended location an ascended place. It's getting higher because when we said the resurrection, it is higher than the natural. It is above than the physical. It is beyond what we see, what we can think in our own mind. That is the power of God, ascended condition with ascended place. And at the same time, in verse 21, when he said about that power, Every name that is named above every title that can be conferred. That means that power by the name of the Lord Jesus has ascended authority. So that means that authority is being recognized in heaven, on earth, and even beneath the earth. What a great power, that resurrection power that is within you and within me because we believe Jesus Christ. And not only that. Now, when it comes to ascended authority, ascended place and ascended condition it says here, not only in this age and world, but also in the one to come. That means it has an ascended timeline. That power, when it comes to timeline of our history on the earth, your life history, that power is above what is happening to your life right now. So. I believe that resurrection power that is within me, that is within you, is at work. Not just in Christ when God has raised Him from the dead. It is the same power that is at work because you believe the Lord Jesus in your heart. Hallelujah! What a power that is within us. And when we go back, you know, I've read to you these verses in chapter 1, but, and I've started in verse 19. But when we go back, when we go back to the preceding verses of the same chapter of Ephesians, of chapter 1, we can see in verse 3, we will realize that God has blessed us with spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms. That means God has already blessed us. It is a past tense and yet it is still true for us at present and even in the future. That is the meaning of that. And then why God bless us with spiritual blessings? Because the earth cannot contain the magnitude, the vastness of the blessing that God has blessed us with. The earth, our earthly life, the timeline of the earth is not enough. Because the blessings that God has given us, they are eternal blessings. It is beyond your pocket. It is beyond your savings account. It is beyond The countable stuff or things that you possess right now. That's why God has blessed us with every spiritual blessings. Why spiritual blessings? Because all the physical blessings, they come from the spiritual blessings. All the natural blessings that you have, the source of it is the heavenly place. It's the heavenly place, the spiritual blessing. So, you know what? That is one of the many, you know, attribute, the nature that you have, that you are blessed. And then we also realize in verse 4, it says here that just as in His love, He chose us in Christ. You are chosen, not only that you are already blessed, but you are chosen. That means God is not mistaken when He has chosen you. So it's a matter of, yes, I believe Jesus. But you know what? Your faith in Christ is your response to what Christ has already planned for your life. You respond to what God has initiated when He showed His love to us, when He has given us His Son. Amen. So God is not mistaken. Remember this. Having that power... The resurrection power that is given to you and that is within you and is acting in you. God is not mistaken to entrust to you that power. You are not a mistake. God has never mistaken. Amen. And at the same time, He also in verse 3, he said, He predestined and lovingly planned for us to be adopted to himself. What we can see here, God is an intentional God. He has, he has planned things out. He loves us as His children, and He is intentional. So, please don't, don't ever think that what is happening in your life, God never knew. He knew, and He has a plan above that condition, and that plan is for Him to be glorified. So, I encourage you, God is intentional of releasing to you that power that is surpassing all greatness, that resurrection power that is at work in you because he has chosen you. Amen. And as his child, he has chosen you. And also he said in verse, uh, in verse seven, in him, we have redemption. That is our deliverance and our salvation through his blood, which paid the penalty for our sin. And that is. When we receive the forgiveness and complete pardon of our sin. That is in verse 7 of chapter 1 of Ephesians. And we realize that redemption has given us that access to the resurrection power that is at work within us. Amen and amen. And at the same time, He lavished that redemption and His love and His grace to us. And then in all wisdom and understanding, with practical insight, in verse 9, it says, He made known to us the mystery of His will according to His good pleasure, which He purposed in Christ. The power, the resurrection power that is at work within you, God wants to reveal that to you. He wants you to know that, that you have that power that is at work in you. You have that power in you. Can you say this with me? I have the resurrection power within me. You repeat that. I have the resurrection power within me. Whoa, I believe, I believe that your heart is being stirred up to believe. I believe also that your heart is stirred up to hope, to peace, and to joy. And the strength of the Lord is coming upon you. Amen. Amen. And you know what? It's good for us. To remember this, in verse 13, in Him, of Ephesians chapter 1, in Him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the good news of your salvation, and a result, believed in Him. We were stamped with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit, the one promised by Christ as owned and protected by God. You belong to God. You belong to God. That's why He is is so confident to deposit in you the Spirit of God. And you know who is the bringer of that resurrection power within you? The Holy Spirit Himself is within you. It's living in the inside of you. And you are alive unto God. Amen and amen. So the resurrection power of God is in you because you are blessed. You are chosen, you are predestined, you are redeemed. You are, res- you are receiving the inheritance and the, and the blessings of our God. And above all, you are sealed by the Holy Spirit. So don't be afraid. You know, many videos, many uh, teachings around. And, and th- these videos are actually spreading fear. Oh, the destruction of the world. Oh, there is a sealing of this this number, and they are true. They are true that there will be a ceiling that will happen. But you know what? Don't worry, children of God. You are sealed already by the Holy Spirit. You belong to God, and that power is at work within you. Amen. Amen. So with all these truths and eternal blessings we receive, and who we become as believers of Jesus Christ, Apostle Paul is telling us something that we do not want to miss. I don't want you either to miss this. In Philippians 3, verses 7 to 10. But what things were gained to me, this I have counted loss for Christ. Yet indeed, I also count all things loss for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish, that I may gain Christ and be found in Him not having my own righteousness which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith. Verse 10, that I may know Him and the power of His resurrection and the fellowship of His sufferings being conformed to His death. If by any means, in verse 11, I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Verses 10 and 11 is telling us, these verses tells us the full package of what we should know. What are the things that we should know? First, we should know Jesus. We should know the Christ Himself. Second, we should know the power of His resurrection. Third, we should know the fellowship of His sufferings. And then the fourth, that we should know that we are being conformed to His death. And then verse 5, that we shall attain resurrection from the dead. These five key truths, Apostle Paul doesn't want us to miss this, just like, you know, what he had said to the Ephesians church. And this is what I've been telling you from these verses. You know Jesus. Keep on knowing Him. Keep on knowing the power of His resurrection because that is the power that is within you and God has put that in you. Why not put To use this power in your life, in times of tests, trials, and temptations. And, and you know what? The first two, to know Jesus and the power of his resurrection, give us the enablement to have and be victorious on the last three. What does, what are those three? The fellowship of his suffering, conforming to his death, and then resurrection from the dead. This knowledge is beyond mental knowledge or information. Knowing Christ and the power of his resurrection is not just about having a knowledge in your mind, but this is about the heart knowledge. You know this by heart. What does it mean? It is an experience, an encounter with the living Jesus that brings about change, an inner transformation, a transformation in your spirit. Once your spirit was dead. But because of your encounter with Christ, you become alive unto God. That is the power of this encounter. That is the power of this knowing. And then that encounter is bring you to this place of being conformed to His image. You and I, we are becoming more like Him. That is the knowledge. That is the power of the knowledge that Apostle Paul wants us to experience as believers. This knowing means change happened to your mind that leads you to believe God. Surrender to the new working of God within your heart. And now you learn to live according, not to your own will, not according to the will of the world or the plan of the world, but according to the will of God in His Word not according to the religious ways of men, not according to the philosophies of men, not according to the traditions of men, but according to the truth of the Word of God. What are the works? You know, if, 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 if we will ask, what are the works of this resurrection power within us? First, in Romans 6, 1-4, it says here, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? Or do you not know that as many of us as as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death. That just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. What is the work? What is that work of this resurrection power in us? How it is operating within us? First, this resurrection power brings new life to us. In other words, this resurrection power brings us to a place of the new ways of life. New ways of life. And then it says here, in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, from NASB, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to His great mercy has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. You know what? In our earth life, so many attacks. They are real. So many problems, challenges, and even temptations. We are born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. What does it mean? We are born into the higher realm without ignoring, without denying the realities of our physical and natural life on the earth. But yet, it doesn't stop. It is not the defining and it is not the only definition of our life. But there is a better life that the resurrection power is bringing us, has brought us, and is continuously bringing to us. That is the realm of the power of God. Yes, there are attacks. And they are real. Yes, there are problems. Yes, there are challenges. But this is not the period of our life. This is not not the full definition of our life. There is the better way and the higher way, the higher realm. And that is the realm of the resurrection power of God that is in you. Ephesians 2 verse 1, it says, And you He made alive, who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. But God, let me me pause for a while because this is so powerful. But God, who is rich in mercy, because of His great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus that in the ages to come, He might show the exceeding riches of His grace in His kindness towards us, towards you, towards me in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. How we, we can apply this truth to us? Well, the resurrection power works within us so we can have dominion over sin. So we can have dominion or over, over the troubles that we are facing right now. The resurrection power within us works within us the richness of God's grace. So in the midst of trying times, we can still obey our God, we can still believe God. We can still trust Him with all our lives. With the, each step that we take, we can trust God that He is the one who guides us. Amen. The resurrection power within us works against disobedience to God. So the resurrection power of God operates in our lives by giving to us a new way of living. That means a new way of thinking. That means a new way of speaking. That means a new way of making decision. That that means a new way of planning things out and seeing things. And that is by the Spirit. In Romans 6, verse 10 to the following, For the death that he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life that he lives, he lives to God. Likewise, you also, you also recon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God. Alive to God, in Christ Jesus our Lord. Therefore, this is how we apply it. Do not let, do not allow sin reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in its lusts. And do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourselves to God. Bring yourselves to God. Show yourselves to God as being alive from the dead. And your members, the members of your body, as instruments of righteousness to god for sin shall not have dominion over you for you are not under law but under grace this resurrection power brings to us a new way of life a new life that is in christ jesus that is first second this resurrection power brings life even to our mortal body for us to be able to walk in the Spirit while we have this mortal suit. That is in Romans 8, verse 11. But if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, dwells in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life, give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. This mortal body, this mortal body once was offered to sin this mortal body once you know is suffering suffering but yet there is hope that the spirit the resurrection power of god that is at work within us is working steering us up and brings life even to our mortal body so romans 8 it talks about walking in the spirit so we shall not walk according to the flesh That being children of God, we are led by the Spirit of God. That's the main context of Romans chapter 8. Even in these trying times, even in dark situations in this world, because we all know the church, the word that we have is arise. Arise for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has been risen upon you. And then the world, the darkness that is in the world is getting thicker and thicker and thicker. But we Arise. Why? Because the light of God is shining upon us. So that means this resurrection power that is at work within us is enabling us to overcome, to overcome darkness. Not to succumb ourselves to the powers of darkness, but to live a life above it and to shine forth the light of God of hope, the light of peace, the light of truth. The light of faith towards God in the midst of doubts, in the midst of unbelief, in the midst of ignorance. The wisdom of God will shine upon you as His son and as His daughter. Amen. So that we are able together as a church, as a believer, as a body of Christ, we are able to fulfill the purpose of God in the midst of trying and dark times in the world the resurrection power within us gives life. That means healing and wholeness even to our mortal bodies. Healings in the midst of sickness and disease. So in Acts chapter 3, there is a powerful work that happened. That, you know, John and Peter, they were walking towards the temple because it's their, it's their regular prayer time to the temple. And then they encountered a man. And then he, in, in chapter three of Acts. So, and, and this man was, you know, uh, asking alms from them. But in verse four, and fixing his eyes on him with John, Peter said to this man, crippled man, look at us. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Then verse six, silver and gold, I do not have, but what I do have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And you know what happened in verse 7 of chapter 3 of Acts? And he took him by the right hand. Peter took him by the right hand, lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. So that man who was once crippled, leaping up, stood up, walked, and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. Wow. And all the people saw him walking and praising God with amazement of the people who witnessed this miraculous work. Because Peter released that resurrection power from within him by the name of Jesus Christ. That powerful, powerful work of God in us. And in Acts chapter 3, verse 16, and on the basis of faith in his name, It is the name of Jesus, which has strengthened this man whom you see and know, and the faith which comes through him has given him this perfect health in the presence of you all. And then in Acts 4 verse 10, let it be known to all of you and to all the people of Israel, because Peter was preaching here, that by the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, By this name, this man stands here before you in good health. What a powerful work of God. The resurrection power being released by the name of Jesus Christ. You know what? We are continuing the book of Acts. In our time, in our generation, in your life, and in my life, because miracles, Signs and wonders performed in the book of Acts are performed by the power of the Spirit of God. The resurrection power of God. And the works by the name of Jesus. The works of faith in His name. And the same resurrection power that is at work in the book of Acts is the same resurrection power that is at work within you. In your heart. In your spirit. You submit to that power. Amen. And we access and release the resurrection power of God that is at work within us to give us life, to give us healings, even to our bodies right now, right here. Wholeness, strength that is beyond the natural. So I release that to you. Be strengthened by the resurrection power of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be strengthened by that resurrection power that God has given you, in you, so that through you, His name be glorified. Amen. And then, so the first, the resurrection power within us brings us new life. Second, this resurrection power within us brings life even to our mortal bodies. The third, the resurrection power within us will transform us into a glorious body in His coming. And in Romans 8, 18 to 21, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope. Because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. We are sons. We are daughters of God. He will not allow us and even He will not allow His name to be put to shame. Even in the midst of trials, of these trying times, God is with us. He is covering you. He is surrounding you. He is empowering you right now with that resurrection power that is in you. Amen. We have a glorious life of freedom ahead of us. There is so much more glorious life we shall have. There is so much more ahead of us than behind us. You know what? When I was younger, I thought, only the young people can say this, I have more life. I have so many things ahead of us than behind me. You know what? In the spirit, all of us believers, there is so much more ahead of us than behind us. Than behind us. Amen. In first Corinthians 15 20, it says here, but now Christ is risen from the dead and has become the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since by man came death, by man also came the resurrection of the dead. For us in Adam all die. Even so in Christ all shall be made alive. But each one, each one in his own order, Christ the first fruits. And then afterward, those who are Christ at His coming. Then comes the end. When He delivers the kingdom to God the Father, when He puts an end to all rule and all authority and power, death does not have the final say. Can I say that to you? Death does not have the final say. God said already, the resurrection power at work within us gives way to our glorified life. Having glorified body to be with him to eternity. In First Corinthians 15, it says, Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, and the dead. And the dead will be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. For this corruptible, this body, must put on incorruption and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible has put on incorruption and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass in everything. You know, the saying that this is written, death. Is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, hates, where is your victory? The sting of death, of sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. What can we say then? Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, be immovable, be steadfast. Be immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord, knowing that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. We set our eyes on this glorious victory that God has already set before us. This message doesn't ignore or doesn't deny the reality of sufferings. Pain is real, depression do exist, and side attacks, they are legit. Problems, they are real. Sickness and disease, they are real. Death is real. Sin is real. Fears are spirits of darkness at work. Lack is legit. Grief is real. Being lost is real. Injustice and dishonor, they are real. Darkness and evil are both real. Lies and deception, even confusion, they are real. Demons are real. The devil, the devil is real. Hell is real all their definitions all their descriptions all their activities all their existence they are all real but but above that reality is this Jesus the Christ is real his words and his teachings are real his good works his miracles signs and wonders while on the earth they are all real his sufferings his death his burial and even his resurrection They are real. When Jesus the Christ came, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, patience, healings, wholeness came to change the old realities in your life. The realities of the old became not the final destiny of those who believe in Jesus Christ. We can enjoy the eternal realities that Christ brings for us by the resurrection power that is at work within us Today, right now, and every day. First, this resurrection power within us brings new life to us. Second, this resurrection power within us brings life even to our mortal bodies. The third, the resurrection power within us will transform us into glorious body in His coming. Believers, we continue to rise in the realms of life by the power of that is within us, within you and I, and that is the resurrection power of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I just would like to encourage you, believers, don't give up, don't quit. Continue. Continue standing on the promises of God. Submit yourself to that resurrection power that is at work within you and release that power by the name of Jesus Christ and by His Word. And if this is your first time, to hear this message and to watch this broadcast. And you want to receive Christ in your heart as your Lord and Savior. I would like to lead you in a prayer and I want to encourage you. Let this prayer be a personal prayer coming from your heart that that believes Jesus and open your mouth and you release this prayer. You say this prayer to God and you say to him, God, thank you for your son, Jesus. He died, and he rose again after three days. I believe he is alive, and he is my Lord, and he is my Savior. My whole life I submit to you, my Lord, and thank you. I receive your forgiveness, and I receive eternal life. In Jesus' name, amen. Heavenly Father, thank you, God. Thank you, God. If this is the decision that you have made after this prayer, you know what? We are so glad we are so glad to know you kindly type to the comment section or to the decision box that you are seeing at the screen on the screen and you just type I receive Jesus today and I believe this is a life that is so powerful and rich for you and we love to you know to follow through through this uh, with the decision that you have made our engagers you know they will connect to you and they will receive they will send a personal message to your, to your chat box. Just open that and be, you know, just open up and have a connection with us. And, and, and you know what, church? It's good for us to receive blessings from the Lord. And if you can lift up your hand, if that is possible where you are right now, I just want to release this blessing to you. Let the power of God, the resurrection power that has been given to you, continue To stir up that life. To stir up that power and enablement and grace. For you to be able to live a life that is holy and pure before Him. That you are able to overcome temptations. And then let this life, that resurrection power of God, continue to work within you and through you. So that your life will be a life of victory. The Lord's blessing to you. The Lord's mercies to you and his favors, protection, healings, and wholeness to your life and to your family. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. We believe that God's powerful word can bring a change in your situation and Transform your life. So we encourage you to share this message to your family and friends so they too can know of the new life that God has for them. If you prayed to receive Jesus for the first time or was simply blessed by this message, we invite you to connect with us. Follow us on Facebook at newlife.ph, Instagram at newlife underscore ph, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, New Life Media Ph. You can also email us at connect at newlife.ph. We will be so grateful glad to hear from you. To support the ministry, please visit newlife.ph slash give. Your generosity is greatly appreciated. God bless you.